What you're about to listen to was originally broadcast on 98.5 Sunshine FM, Perth, Western Australia. For details, go to the website 98five.com. We are going to be chatting about home security up next, and we did ask the question via our Instagram page. Have you accidentally left the house forgetting to lock up? Do you want to know what that statistic is? It's pretty high. It's higher than I thought. I'll let you know after this. Do you reckon any ideas on uh, what you think the percentage might be regarding uh, have you accidentally left the house forgetting to lock up? A whopping 82% have said, yes, I have. I think I might be in that 82% of, uh, yes, left the house, forgot to lock up. And joining us on the line this morning to have a chat about that issue regarding security is uh, Scott Taylor, who is a security risk and resilience expert. Good morning, Scott. Nice to talk to you today. Great to speak with you, Mike. Now, does that statistic surprise you, Scott? Eighty-two percent have said, "Yeah, I forgot to lock up." Sadly, no, it doesn't surprise me. And especially, uh, it's often if they're going to be short-term things, just going to duck down the road to get some milk or be out for a little while. Uh, yeah, people often forget to leave their house in a secure, secure state. Indeed, Scott. It's good to talk to you today. What um, what sort of things should we be aware of as we're thinking about um, home security, particularly? I think part of it with home security is to have a bit of look at your your home with a fresh set of eyes because we look at things, I suppose, as the homeowner. So our garden's tidy, are things organised and, and what appearance are we putting out? And just understanding that uh, not everybody's moral compass is aligned with their house and sometimes it's good to have a look at your house from a different perspective. So those things that we put up originally that um, maybe some motion-activated lighting or um, some fencing here and there, as we make changes to a house, the, the environment changes. And so that camera or that sensor mightn't be as effective. So it's worth having a, a fresh look at what you've got in place, uh, especially from you know your locks, lighting, maintenance on the premises as well. There'd be a couple of easy ones. You mentioned uh, fences, just thinking about that. I mean, a lot of people put up fences. Uh, can they be... Can they be a deterrent or, you know, what's what's the advantage, disadvantages there when you're thinking about fencing? It's, it's a great question um, because what happens with fencing is we've got a normal perception we think for fencing. So let's get up that colour on fence for things as well because it's, it's solid, it reiterates where our territory is for things as well. But the thing is if it's not supported by good lighting and other parts, once people are around or over that fence, it gives them somewhere to hide behind. I mean, that's why if you look at the White House, uh, you look at the front of the White House, for example, yeah. it's black pool fence because you've got reinforced territory, but you've got that, that natural surveillance, which is another important point to yeah. having our security responses as well. Now, Scott, growing up, I'm going back a little while, I can remember we would always leave the back door open. It was just a thing, right? And then if it was <laughs> locked, everyone knew where the key was. Yeah, that, that's the thing. Our, our habits, and so that's definitely a common one um, about you know for leaving the back door open and, and sort of being naturally trusting. Or, but the other part is the functional habits that we do. So we might have some good security things in place and have the right lighting and alarm or other parts. But you know what? There's clothes dry a bit faster if we leave the laundry door open. So let's just yeah. put a brick there and leave that um, ajar. Or we need somewhere for the pet to get out. So these sort of things. So sometimes it's uh, it's our own habits that do that and, and just. Hopefully what we're trying to do here is just to um, share a few messages and tips to help, you know, there's a combination of those little one percenters to help tighten up the security around, around your home. 
Yeah. Scott, I'll put you back on hold. You mentioned lighting and maintenance. Wouldn't mind coming back and getting your thoughts on, on how we can improve that in particular uh, for lighting and maintenance and anything else. You okay to hang on there for a bit? Yeah, for sure. All right, mate. I'll put you back on hold. We'll come back and uh, chat some more. Scott, I just get a picture of you wearing a black suit and one of those, you know, duck sunglasses and little earpiece in your ear. Is that is that how you work? <laughs> no, definitely not because <laughs> I want to try and blend in. That's where we do our best work. Ah, <laughs> very, very good. Now, we are talking about home security. Uh, lighting and maintenance, um, why is this so important? Yeah, part of it is when we're looking at either securing your residence or even for with your corporate establishments as well is that we want to try and get that that state of deterrence. Deterrence is a, is a state of mind. And if we have an area that's well-maintained and well-lit, then basically it infers that it's more well-looked after. So people that may have bad intent believe that there's a greater chance of them getting caught if they do something improper. So those back area or the you know the back garden areas and shed areas or back rear of house areas where it's a bit overgrown or we haven't replaced that light, we haven't done some of the maintenance around there, they're the areas that people look and sort of um, be checking premises out. So that's why that external maintenance is so important. It just um, gives the, the appearance, obviously, and shows that the area is well visited and well looked at. So Yeah, that's, that's actually really interesting that you mentioned that about maintenance. Scott, are sensor lights um, around your home probably one of the the most effective ways? Do you think a sensor the sensor lights, as opposed to just normal lighting? Yeah, so definitely part of if people with good intentions want to be noticed, people with bad intentions don't. And mm. from a lighting point of view, well placed sensor lighting can be very very effective because it's saying that obviously our actions uh, have been noticed. So when I say about well-placed, unfortunately, what happens sometimes is the sensor lighting will be in, but the actual sensor in is a position that's very easily reached, uh, whether it be by hand or a broomstick or for whatever else. So it's about having just good placement. So that with the lighting um, and good maintenance of the outdoor areas really helps you know, to set the scene from a secure outdoor area for your residents. So just on that, without mentioning any particular brands, but even thinking about the actual design of the sensor light, that would potentially eliminate anyone tampering with it. Would that be fair to say? Yeah, it is. And and the, the point when it comes to the placement and getting right is you want to make sure you've got your lighting that enhances, obviously, um, the area, maintains that effective response lighting if people come in, mm-hmm. but also isn't shining directly into the, uh, the neighbor's bedroom as well uh, at night. So... Getting the right placement for your light, for your lighting is, is really, really important. And it's definitely one of the parts we do to help enhance the security for a premises. The other parts, even with things like the home alarms as well. And, and unfortunately, when we have conversations with people, some people are a bit hesitant because they either will say, oh, I've got a cat or dog, or mm. what happens if it's, if it's too technical for me doing that? And, and that's the thing with the modern alarm systems now. They've got pet immune detectors, so you can definitely do that. And they're quite easy to use. Oh, rightio. So the, so the sensors that are inside your home that pick up movement, will um, they won't be triggered with, a, with an animal running around inside? That's right. So specific oh. sensors are detectors that they have, motion detectors with those that could be set up as part of with, the, um, with your alarm set up. So that, that, that's why there's always the right solution. And when I say right, you know, within the right budget and yeah. help giving you that right level of protection because it's got to be it's got to be easy and not detract from you know, your experience around home as well. doesn't want to be Fort Knox. Yeah, of course. Scott, can I just put you back on hold? Just, we'll come back and do a uh, one final wrap-up just to get some more tips from you, if that's okay. You okay to hang on a bit longer? 
For sure, no problem. I'll, I'll get you to, I'll just put you back on hold there. We'll come back and chat some more. Scott Taylor, the uh, who has security risk and resilience expert is on the line. We've been talking about home security. We talked about uh, lighting and maintenance, how important that is. Scott, what are some of the other things that we may have, maybe even just forget about and take for granted in our day-to-day? Yeah, I think to enhance home security, it's a combination of a whole bunch of little one percenters. So some of the things like frosting our garage window is important. So if we're away or out for periods of time, mm. people that may be having a look around our premises, not sure if the car is home or what's behind that. So that's always good. It's also managing the perception of security, not just managing the security where they're resident. So things like taking the keys out of window locks, which happens out of habit, we just Leave Don't open in. those windows, yeah. so let's just yeah, leave the keys around. <laughs> yeah. So those sort of things. I think the other part is when it comes to with the locks, whether it's window locks or door locks, you know, is to actually check them and check the state of them because you can get some, some great quality locks, but over time they can wear down. So just checking the integrity with those because I think it's not just your front and back door locks. The other areas to check are things like if you've got uh, back sheds or back unit areas to things as well. We can sometimes dismiss those because we think, there's not anything overly valuable or important in there, but burglars don't know that. And a vulnerability, if they see that there's some poorly maintained or not well-locked areas, gives them an opportunity still to have a look around your premises, and it's just not what we want. Yeah, we often uh, we often focus on the front yard, but often you know, sort of forget about the back, don't we, sometimes? It's, and it's the same with businesses as well. Uh, we look at, mm. you know, from the business point of view, like, yeah, you know, what are our service areas, the main areas, and we sort of don't give them as much thought to either loading dock or back of house areas. Same with a house. And so it's really important to, to, to do these things. And it can be something as simple as lock the house, go for a walk around the block, and then have a look at your house as if you were going to break in yourself. Yeah. It sounds quite funny, but mm-hmm. it actually makes you look at things complete from a different perspective completely well i might try that tonight scott might go for a walk tonight and uh, check out my place really appreciate your time today great to speak with you mike thanks Ab- very much absolutely yeah, that's uh, on the line uh, with me this morning has been uh, scott taylor who is a security uh, risk and um, resilience expert as we're talking about home security for more details on this and other programs contact 98.5 sunshine fm perth western australia or visit the website 98five.com